Hello, guys and girls. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Raw Podcast. This episode is a little bit different to the rest in that it's actually recorded live. So myself and Jacob Weatherly, who I had in episode four of the Raw Podcast, joined me for this live Instagram, and we answered a few questions that you guys had for us. And just to avoid any confusion, when you hear us talking about Misty, that is Jacob's beautiful golden retriever who was sitting behind him the whole time. So when the video is up and on YouTube, it's definitely worth a watch purely for the golden retriever Misty. But yeah, again, thank you guys so much for the support. We had so much fun making this one and I hope you guys enjoy it too. Thanks for listening. Hello. How are you, man? How are we? Good, how are yeah, you? Yeah, good, how are you? Good. Really good. good. And Misty? Um, yeah, she's uh, she's napping hardcore right now with awesome. her teddy. Awesome. <laughs> oh, she heard us. Um, before we get into it, do we want to uh, sync our audio? We certainly should be doing that, yes. Um, okay. Something. Just so everyone knows, we... Um, just so everyone knows too, we are we're recording this with like our our professional mics. So we're gonna do like a little clap so we can sync our audio so we can post it for later. That's um, right. Yeah. Walk me through your, what you want to do. Um. So I'm thinking just a we just do three, two, one, but on one we clap. All right. Done. So Ready? three, two, like that. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be. Hard. Is that enough, or do you want to? Do it? We'll, yeah. we'll do it again. Do you want to yeah. do it? Right, it might take a couple of goes, but let's go for it. Okay. All right, ready? Yep. Three, Three two, two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's give that another oh, okay. go. Okay. You, right, you call it. I'll I'll just go with your with your counting. All right, ready? Three, two. That'll be good. Okay, cool. Awesome. I, think we got it. I don't know. Yeah. I think the um, I think there might be a bit of lag between our connection, anyway. So there might be, yeah. But, but yeah. We'll, we'll figure it yeah. out. It'll be all right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Everyone seems to. Everyone seems to love that. So uh, you're welcome. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Who do we yeah. have on? We have a lot of people on. I don't know if you can see, but um, wow. this is actually this is great. We've got about 13 people now, so this is awesome. Brad said this is comedy gold. Man, that's so good. <laughs> Oh, Brad, it's yeah. so good to have you on, man. Yeah, he's a um, he's an avid listener of your podcast, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he he sent me some <laughs> really awesome messages. Um, great feedback as well. Like always pulling me up on things and giving me some really cool tips. So, um, yeah, nice. I'm always stoked with his feedback. So, thank you, Brad. <laughs> Love it. Um, just so you know, too, I'm uh, I'm repping the uh, yes! the raw shirt. <laughs> I'm so glad it arrived. Perfect, and it yeah, arrived today, it. didn't it? Yeah, got it today. So perfect timing, really. That's perfect. So timing. good, so good, man. And where awesome. are you right now? Um, so we're just near Jervis Bay in New South Wales. So um, we've been here for like. Oh, like a month and a half, maybe even nearly two months. Yeah, so we can't really, yeah, we can't really go anywhere because of the obviously travel restrictions. Yeah. Um, and most caravan parks and campgrounds in New South Wales are closed, except for you know people with no fixed address, which happens to be us. But yeah, yeah obviously we've chosen just to not move around because it's the smart thing to do, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was wondering how you you'd be going with all that and. I'm surprised that camp places like are 
still going right now. I didn't know that I was, yeah, wondering mm. kind of what, what would be going on there, but that's so good that you yeah. have somewhere. Yeah, no, it's good. And like the, the people here are so nice too. Like it, they're so lovely, which is, it just helps even more. So yeah, it's great. Awesome. That's so good. And Christian says, hey, as well. He misses you guys. Oh, is he here? Is he, he with you? No, he's not. But um, oh. he, I spoke to him before to get a few last minute tech tips. Um, oh, yeah, nice. he, he, he hopes you guys are doing doing great and he, he misses you. Yeah, I miss our ghost story chats. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm in a room alone right yeah. now, so let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. For those who are watching right now who haven't heard any of the stories, but um, the gym I used to own is... Uh, is haunted. So, um, yeah, you guys can hit up Jesse Sikacek for any, uh, any anomalies that are happening currently in that place. <laughs> Have you heard anything new? <laughs> no, he hasn't told me. I reckon, um, yeah, from, uh, from all the stuff that I've told him over the, over the years that I was in the place, I don't think he would actively go seek out anything. So, yeah. um, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to, uh, ask him if there's been any, any uh, any updates to any uh, freaky stuff happened in there? Mm-hmm. Brad, Brad says Brad says I want all the ghost stories. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that would be maybe cool maybe thing. we'll yeah maybe we'll do one at the end. We'll talk about when you were in the uh, when we were filming the podcast in the gym and what was happening at the end there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those who haven't maybe. seen it can literally go back and watch it and see exactly what we're talking about. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, did you have any did you have any questions come through? I had some really good ones actually, yeah. So yeah, we were oh, hoping yeah. to do a bit of a a Q&A sort of thing. So anyone who is listening right now will obviously be able to um answer what they have uh right here. Um but also mm-hmm. we had like an opportunity for people to chuck some things out there um earlier on today when we when we announced that we we're going to do this. Um did yeah. you get many? I did. I got like five. Um, I got a really, really good one that I'm going to start with. And it was from a page called Ambitious Lifestyle. And they said, do you want to grow your Instagram? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But other than that one, other than that one, I got some really good ones. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. You probably got a few of those ones as well. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple. (laughs) Yeah. I got a couple of those as well. Yeah, nice. All right. Um, I guess I'll start, hey? I'll Go start with it, one man. from... Um, this wasn't so much a question. This was more, I think, a topic from Cam Blake. So, Cam, if you're watching, let us know. Um, and Cam said, what's our thoughts on not waiting for the perfect time to act? Yeah, right. Mm. What's your thoughts on that? Not waiting for the perfect time to act. Did you have something in mind already? I'll give it a think while you're going. I think what he's getting at is, you know, not waiting for like the perfect time. So there'll never be, you know, there'll never be the perfect time to go and do something in a mm. sense. So I think it's like a lot of people are like, oh, I won't be happy until this happens or, um, you know, I won't have any confidence until I'm, until I've lost this amount of weight and oh, I can't do that until this happens and I won't be able to do this until this happens. So, I mean, I think it's like if you if you want something, go get it. I think that's what it comes down to more mm-hmm. or so. Um, you know, if you're, 
like for in- for instance this um this live that we're doing right now we could have been like oh nah it, it, it's a monday not many people not many people will be on instagram on monday we should wait until wednesday but it's like there's not going to be a perfect time to do a to do a live q a it's just like let's set a time and let's do it exactly yeah yeah and there's so many um such a, a, a mm. li- limiting way of thinking um kind of always trying to find that perfect time and perfect moment um i'm guilty of it we've all kind of been there um but there are so many awesome sort of sort of sayings around that um on on one end of the of the spectrum you've got like um i forget who says it but um just that that known saying today is a good day to die so that's mm. i, I it, it sounds really sort of um out there but when you think about it it's like could i what do i have to do today or do right now to be completely comfortable in knowing that this was my last day you know like yeah today should always be a great day to die um that's something that that kind of hits me hard and and pulls me out of that rut when i'm thinking i don't know whether i should do this or how to do this or you just got to you literally just got to start um and start small as well um yeah it's i, I love think it's, that it's so silly how yeah how we've we've been told not to I don't know. It's not always necessary to aim so high. Purely, purely because you can't, you can't start from the top. So why aim so high? Like, yeah, you got to make those small steps. You know. Yeah, that's so true. And I think when you say, um, you know, you can't start at the top. I think a lot of people will set such high standards for themselves and set such a high expectation that they're they've already failed before they've even started just because they've set the bar so high for themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, I'm not saying like, don't be ambitious or don't have like huge dreams and like massive goals. It's like, it's like we, yeah, we should, we should strive for like small steps first that are going to lead to that, that massive goal in the end. Yeah. That's so true. That's a great question yeah. there. Um, I was going to add something else on there. Um, um, I don't know if anyone's noticed yet, but Misty's having like a rad dream behind me. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, her paw was going nuts. Jessie just, I might just, she's a bit distracting. I might just close this. No, um, no, no one's going to watch <laughs> maybe, anymore. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she can make an appearance later. We've just lost um, 10 viewers. Oh, yeah. um, um, Brad just said, and once you're at the top, uh, where is there to go after? You can't go anywhere, which I think is really good. That's a, it's a really good thing to say. Like mm. in terms of, um, like I think what Brad is saying here and feel free to comment again, if you need to Brad, if I'm not on the right track, um, it's like, if you were to start at the top and then, oh, sorry, if you were to, yeah, once you get to the top, it's like you're done. And then I think what Brad might be getting at is we should, we should always be striving to go again and again and again and again, not just like setting, you know, one thing, getting there and being like, cool, I'm done. Like, that's it. Because 
you know, you and I have had multiple conversations where even from this, I can already tell that we're going to grow from having this conversation. And even like the first time we met, we were growing from like the first five minutes we spoke to each other. So mm -hmm. it's like, once you get there, it's like you, you automatically have a chance to, to grow again and take the next step. Yeah, that's so true. Yep. And, um, I think it's also always good to remember, um, you are where you are because you're there. You know, you're not, you're not somewhere else in life or you're not at a different point where you're of success or whatever and you're not meant to be there because you're not. Like, you yeah. know, like you're, who are we to say that we're not exactly where we're meant to be right now? Like who the heck mm. thinks they are to, to think that they should be somewhere else when they're not actually there yet? Exactly. You know? Like exactly right. Yeah. But that's 100%. Yeah, you're getting some awesome questions here. <laughs> that was one. That wasn't that was one. Um mm. feel free to feel free to reel off one of yours now if you like. One yeah, that came man. in. Um a, a really popular one. You probably got this as well. And I think um someone Rach has just chucked it in there as well. Um what's mm. your what's your morning routine? Um and she's she's added uh, and what's your thoughts on having a structured routine? Mm. Okay. So, um, yeah, my morning routine is, has changed a lot since, um, since I had the gym, like it, yeah, like just to, just to give you an idea, like when we first, um, like started this trip and even when I first sold the gym, um, sort of that period after I sold the gym, I still stayed in that habit of getting up super early and like making sure I'd done something like, you know, productive to start the day, whether it was like, um, training or like going for a walk or meditating or something like that. And then, you know, because I'd like thrashed myself for like three or four years from getting up at like four in the morning, it was like, as soon as we started this trip, I was sleeping in till like 8am, 8.30, 9am. Some days I slept in till like 10am, if I'm going to be honest. Like, it was just like, my body was catching up on sleep from like the last four years of <laughs> of having the gym. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, um, the getting back into a routine has been quite a challenge. But what's working really well is um, still getting up around like the six. 6.30 mark and then getting out and like moving whether it's like a walk or like a bike ride obviously can't go to the gym at the moment but um yeah walking bike riding and then coming back and meditating and journaling so that's like the that's the basic structure of my morning routine um and like my thoughts on having a structured routine is they are so beneficial like I really think a good place to start is like movement and mindfulness, really. Like they're, they're two things that they're, they're so essential, I believe, to like a morning routine. Like whether it's uh, like getting up and going to the gym or like a walk or some yoga or stretching or whatever it might be, any form of movement and then coming back and, you know, doing some breathing exercises or yeah, meditation or journaling or something like that in some form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, for me, when when I when I do that routine, because there has been times where I don't do it, there's been times where I don't meditate and I don't journal, and then it gets to like two sure. or three in the afternoon, and it's like, 
you you don't feel like you don't feel shit, but you don't feel as productive as like or as like on as what you do when on the days where you do meditate and journal and that sort of thing. So mm. yeah, like in terms of in terms of my thoughts on it, everybody should be doing some form of movement and mindfulness in the morning for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yep, I agree. Um yeah, that's wicked. Thanks for sharing. Um I think going back to what you were saying about how obviously your routine has changed not only from uh gym, you know, living in a the house sort of life that that what you were living for so long. Um and now living in a caravan, but also uh the spare time that everyone is getting now um being kind of uh in in isolation and stuff um i think it can be seen as such a blessing in disguise because that time as you said you you were for so many years you were waking up at like four in the morning four and five in the morning which is awesome um if you know if depending on your reasons like you you did it because you had Mm -hmm. to do it that's and you wouldn't change anything i'm sure but like exactly um, this time, this spare time has, has been an opportunity to reassess, reassess and, and readjust that routine to, um, to what's, what's actually ideal. And you're yeah. not waking up at four in the morning now because um, your body's going to get a whole lot more out of um, not, not sleeping in until, you know, like nine, ten, but yeah. getting that extra sleep um, and then working on those sort of mindfulness things instead of rushing around and getting to work on time. Like I, I'm, I'm so grateful. Um, as tough as this, this time can be every now and then I'm so grateful that we have it because Mm. it's given me a chance to really figure out what, um, what needs to change in my daily routine and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the same for, like a lot of people, like, especially when you say that, like it, there's a lot of people have got a lot of spare time right now. And, you know, it is so damn easy to fall into like the, the Netflix binge or, um, you know, just like mindlessly scrolling on social media or getting caught up in like YouTube or something like that. Like that is so damn easy to fall into. Mm. Um, Whereas, like, exactly like you said, like, it, it just gives you a lot of time to, like, reflect and be, like, cool, like, how can I, how can I be even better? And mm. how can I, you know, how can I, in a sense, excel through this, I suppose, instead mm. of, you know, um, in, yeah, be, be mindful through these times rather than be mindless, I suppose. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm. Yeah, I love yeah. how um, Ryan Holiday approaches it and talks about a live time and dead time. Um, yes. and yeah, I think that's huge right now. There's a chapter in ego is the enemy and it is just the exact situation that we're all in right now. Um, mm. and it's, it's pretty much like the last few hours in your life. Was it alive or was it dead time? Like it's, yeah. it's so when you break it down, it's like, shit, I could have been doing more or like, or less maybe, but mm. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think it's, um, 
Yeah, that that is like a huge rabbit hole we could go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, especially if you start thinking about like you, you don't want to get to the end of your life and be like, oh, wish I, I wish I did that. I kind of wish I did that. It's mm-hmm. like no, if you 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 want to like and like like you said at the start of this, it's like you should be okay with like you know as as raw as this sounds and like you know this is this is what we're on here for. It's like mm-hmm. if you're you should be ready to die today. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be absolutely ready to die today. And if mm-hmm. you're not, like, man, man, go do the thing so you're ready to go. Like, yeah. you, you don't want to get to the you don't want to get to the end of your life and be like, like I said, you don't want to be like, oh, I wish I kind of did that. Oh, I wish I had have done this differently. I wish I did that and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's super powerful. Yeah, for sure. And that doesn't mean. When I say that, it doesn't mean being wealthy or um, having this made-up idea mm. of success. It's like, I, what, what I see it as anyway is how do you make others feel in your life? Like, do you have a, a, an impact on, on people around you, a really positive impact? Or are you maybe not doing much to contribute to anyone's life? Like, I think just have a full heart. And I think that's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Love that. All right. We have got like a ton of like comments coming through, like a ton of questions. Um, We sort of just sort of went off on a bit of a, a bit of a roll there after Rachel's question. So, um, Ali said, where did you start with meditation? Did we use an app or YouTube or something? Sick. So, yeah, do you go, you go if you like. Yeah. Um so I am loving um the the waking up app at the moment. Have you used that one? Sam Harris No, I up. haven't. That is wicked. So that has a like a a daily Ah, oh, man. So it starts literally from scratch. You can be someone who's never done it, never dabbled with it ever in your life. It can be so far from yep. what you've you've been doing. Um, but yeah, the first, the very first day of it, um, is like a five minute, just like, just sit down and just listen for, it's not even five minutes because he's talking for the start and finish, but it's, it's yeah. just a wicked way to, to get, get started. So I would absolutely mm. rec- recommend that to anyone who is new to it or wants, wants a new, um, approach. Um, there's so many ways out there. Uh, but that's that's yeah. one I'm I'm loving at the moment for sure. Yeah. What yeah, about nice. you? Um at the moment I'm using one giant mind, which is like yeah, it's rad. I'm like yeah. really loving it. I think I love it because um it's more like you're you're doing it yourself and it's teaching you more so how to meditate rather than guiding you through the whole process. Mm. Whereas I've used you know, I started off with headspace which was guided you know basically the whole time and then which i think is a really great place to start as well so if you if you are new to meditation um headspace is also a great way to start as well um and then i went from headspace to smiling mind and then from smiling mind which is similar to headspace but it's more of a transition into you you have more control over the meditation in a sense but in during the meditation there is no control. If that also makes sense, it's a bit of a yeah, right, yep. Like it's a bit of a contrast, I suppose. Um, yeah, 
But then with One Giant Mind, it's more like, you know, the voice comes over and it's like, cool, the meditation starts. And then it's basically, you know, it's a 15-minute meditation um, or you can change it to like 20 or 30 or whatever. And it's like the guy talks for like a minute and a half or two minutes and then it's just like you're you're in, like you're, mm. you're in the zone, I guess, sort of thing. So That's cool. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's like I will say it's quite challenging. There, there has been times where, you know, I've been in it and then it'll be like, oh, I don't think I'm in it. But then, like, that is just completely a part of the meditation. And I should just, like, oh, let that flow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you resonate? Like, it's just like you're in it and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't think I'm in it. And then you, like, open your eyes a little bit and you're like, oh, fuck, I was in it. And then, yes. like, you've got to try and get back into it. Like, just know that that is completely fine. Like, I have done that so many times like i'll even like a 10 minute meditation i'll be here in like two minutes and i'll be like hmm, it's not working mm. oh damn it i, I was definitely in that mm-hmm. and then it's just like you have to restart so yeah and like that's the cool thing i believe about meditation it's like there's no there's no right or wrong way to do it like mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a completely unique thing for every individual and like although we can all use the same apps or like guided stuff on youtube it's like everyone will have a unique experience based based on who they are so i suppose that's that's the cool thing we can we can we can give as much advice as we can about like you should do this when you meditate you should do this when you meditate you should do this when you meditate but honestly like the best advice that i could give is like just go start doing it and see what happens yeah like it'll blow your mind probably (laughs) yeah yeah for sure yeah, who are we to be telling you how, what the best way is going to be for you to meditate? Um, mm. And something I struggled with that when I first started was having such a busy mind. And I thought, oh yeah. man, I suck at meditating. Like, this is so just, I'm not getting anywhere. But um, uh, there's a, a headspace one that I was, I was using for a while, like a guided one with Andy Puttercombe. And um, he says something really cool. Um, he says, if you, if your mind wants to be busy, let it be busy. So it's it. And when you, when you think that and allow that, it's like, okay, these thoughts are coming, let's think them. And then when you actually delve into those thoughts, they'll disappear because you gave them attention. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that, that was a barrier for me, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Alrighty. Hopefully that answered, uh, your question, Ellie. We seem to, um, I hope you guys like detail because that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to a lot of detail. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jackson Air said, uh, realizing how much time I was wasting, especially when my job takes up so much time, keeping up to date with news and media, etc., implementing a phone cutoff and a TV free household helped. Yeah. Love that. Mm. Love that, Jackson. Absolutely. Um, just on that too, like, um, for anyone that's seen my story today, uh, right at the start, Grace and I did like a phone detox yesterday where we just like put our phones down from like 11 a.m. and just we didn't go on social media, we didn't text anyone, we had no phone calls, we just put them both on airplane mode and we didn't touch them until like 7 a.m. this morning. And honestly, I did it, it made me like not want to pick my phone up and yeah, in terms of um, in terms of a TV-free household, one hundred percent agree. We didn't bring the TV with us uh, mm. in the caravan on our trip, so we we don't have a TV. We don't have a 
aerial. We we can't watch the news or anything like that. Um, and I don't know about you, but like I can't remember the last time I watched a news program on TV. It would have at least been, it would have at least been a few years. Like I I just don't, I just don't watch it. Mm-hmm. And like it is, I'll say this as well. Like it, it's one thing to be like very ignorant with what's going on in the world right now. And then it's another thing to sort of, um, you know, uh, block out the unnecessary noise, I suppose we could say. So Mm -hmm. uh, I like Jackson's idea of a TV-free household and like a phone cutoff time. Mm -hmm. 100%. Any time spent off social media is great, I believe. Absolutely. Especially for sleep as well. Letting that cortisol drop mm. naturally and, and be where it should be before you jump into bed is such an important thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I'm I'm all for no no TV. Like uh, I was brought up with with no we didn't have like TV or anything by choice. Um, and you know we're always eating at the table, and that's something that I'm always gonna do. Like I I don't understand yeah. how people can like eat their food in front of a, a TV. Like I just feel. It just feels strange, you know, like that's, that's when yeah. you're, you're going to love this. Like it's when you're with your tribe and you're all eating food, like that, that dinner time is when you're, you're with your family. So yeah, 100%. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, I'm going to tap the little uh, question box here and see what we've got. All right. Uh, James Henderson sent one through which was uh, what has been a challenge in your life and how did you overcome it? Yeah, that's wicked. Did you want to go for that one? Well, we'll, we'll both go, but did you, do you have one in mind? Um, oh, it depends which one I want to pick. I have many. <laughs> do you have- I have many. Yeah, same. I mean, um, yeah, obviously, you and I both have had our challenges in our life. It depends how deep we want to go with this. I mean- mm. I mean, you you don't run the raw podcast for for nothing, I suppose. So that's right. Like, let's <laughs> let's dive into it. Um, oh, I think Misty. for me, well, sorry, yeah, she's um, oh, she's being pretty cute <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, sorry, yeah, man. she's she's loving this. No, all good, all good. I'll um, <laughs> I'll get her in a little bit more. There we go. Now everyone can see her. That's what um, I like it. Like one that I, one that I struggled with um, for a long time, I think, and a lot of people could probably resonate with this as well, is uh, constant like comparisons to other people, like constantly comparing myself to people who are not even in my field of work, and just being like, oh well, I'm, I'm not as good as them, or my my career isn't as um isn't as successful as theirs or or look at how many likes they get on Instagram and uh, what about this about them and this about them and just like constantly putting myself down um, at the same time. So in terms of how to, you know, how I overcame that, it was more, um, I guess it was more instilling. Yeah. Now that I think about it more, it was 100% a confidence thing. and, you know, if you, as much as I'm reluctant to use like social media as an example, um, 
I think this serves as a really good example. Like if you were to scroll through my page, you could probably pick the point where I sort of shifted into sort of what I'm doing now. And it was more like a, it was a, yeah, it was a confidence thing, right? So like, it was like, I had that belief instilled back into myself and it's like, cool, like this is actually what I'm here to do. And like, you know, if, if anyone else wants to um, come into my field, it's just like, well, I don't really care. Like, I don't care if I'm in the same field as other people. It's like, I'm doing what I'm doing, what I'm doing. And I believe in what I'm doing. And I'm so fucking passionate about what I'm doing. It's like, there's, there's no comparisons anymore. It's just like, if, um, and you know, I, I jumped on a, um, a podcast with a guy who's in the mental health field, uh, a couple of days ago. And, you know, if that was me, Two years ago, and I was jumping onto a podcast with another PT. I can tell you, I would have been like comparing myself to that person hard. I would have been like, "Oh well, I'm I'm doing this better than you," and then they might have said, "Oh well, I'm doing this," and then I would have gone, "Well, fuck, that's better than me." So I got to like try and do something better than that. And whereas like like this chat was just like, we're both in the same field, we're both passionate about the same thing. It's like, how can we help even more people? So. Yeah, in terms of like how I overcame the comparisons, it was like I found what I loved. I I knew what I was on this earth to do and I'm doing it. I'm living it. And like mm. yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. honestly the, the the that was exactly what helped me overcome it. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And on that, I think um cuz I've struggled with it as well, especially that confidence thing, but mm. being being okay with the fact that it's good to always have someone above you in your field, um, someone on that yeah. same level as you, and always someone who can learn from you as well. So you're you're mm. you know you're a, you're being a mentor, you're being a a student, you're being a you're being a teacher. Like you're doing all of the above, yeah. and I think it's important to have that middle ground. Like I I would hate to think that I was the best at something. I don't. I do not ever want to be. Um, I think yeah. it's. Yeah, it's it, I I strive to be um the least knowledgeable person in the room. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's oh, I think that's such a cool statement too because it's like it, yeah, I strive to be the least knowledgeable person in the room. And then it's like <laughs> who can I learn off? Mm. Who can I learn off now? Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, I love that. That's sick. <laughs> I'm glad we're I'm glad we're recording this. <laughs> oh man, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it be is rad. awesome. Cool. Um, let's have a little look again, see what we've got. Oh, Grace has sent through like 400 questions, so I guess we'll answer <laughs> one of hers. Sweet. <laughs> um, I'll, let's go with, and I reckon I'll get you to answer this one first because this would be cool. Oh, yeah, let's go with this one. Grace said, would love to hear both of your own challenges, etc., with masculine and feminine energy, both as men and within your relationships. Mm. Yep. It's not like it's not like Grace to ask us a surface level <laughs> question. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um Yeah, so what 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 was the question again? What's she actually asking? So it was would love to hear both of our challenges with masculine and feminine energy, both as men and within our relationships. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. I love this topic. It's, it's something that I'm, I think, 
everyone is like is constantly learning um about and yeah it's never going to be perfected which is just how mm. it is it's that's that's what life is um my challenges among many have been to take on the role of the male and take on the role of being masculine um mm. just straight up like i I I have always kind of had that well I feel anyway a lot of feminine within me um I'm not I'm not ashamed of saying that it just you know it, it is how it is so yeah. um what I what I look for in life is challenges that are really going to test my my masculine and force me to bring bring that up and um to yeah be a a better partner um and a better person for sure yeah nice yeah, that's so interesting because I um I think I I struggled with the feminine for a long time. Like I I shut it out and I was like, no, feminine the feminine side of me can't be good. Like I'm a man, I'm masculine, I'm like rah, like I'm a I'm a stereotypical man kind of thing, right? Like I I, I followed the stereotype and then once I was once I let the feminine in and like once I sort of stepped into it, it was just like, oh wow, like I've been shutting off a huge part of me for a long time, mm. and like, uh, and like I have to thank Tom and Grace for this as well. Like they they definitely helped me like step into my feminine, like way better than what I've been able to do on my on my own. But then one thing that I also struggled with was like. You know, grace is also, and this is like going into the relationship side of things, like grace is like so good with her feminine energy, like so good. Like she is like the most like, and like obviously we're we're all on our own journeys, but her, her feminine journey has been like so fucking incredible to watch for me. So like for, for me to have that, that mentor in my life as my wife, it's been really fucking cool to like be able to, you know, model her, you know, not, not her, not everything she does as a, you know, uh, as a woman, as part of her like feminine energy, but it's been really good to see that, you know, face to face, I guess. Mm-hmm. So then my challenge was like getting back into my masculine and like, like you said, like being the, being the man in a relationship. Cause there was times where it was like, it was you know, it was all feelings. It was all emotions. Like we would have like, you know, every, every couple argues, but our arguments would be like, so like emotionally fueled for a period. Whereas in that time, I just needed to be the man and she just needed to be the woman and everything would have been fine. Where it was just like, we had feminine energy, just like clashing with each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's been it's been really cool trying to um yeah like come back into the masculine um mm. and you know there there's been times where where I was in my feminine and grace was in her masculine like that's just that's just how it works in a relationship and then there's been times where it's flipped like I'm in the masculine and she's in the feminine mm-hmm. and you know it's it's and like of course grace asked this question like it's such a <laughs> it's such a deep topic to go into she's loving um, this right now is that where is yeah, she yeah she the would way? be um 
I don't want to get off topic, but just quickly, she had to shoot back to Victoria for a couple of things, and then um, she's coming back in a couple of days. So okay, it was, yeah. it was it was a lot easier for her to go by herself rather than us tow the caravan like all the way back and then yeah. back again. So yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so that's why she's not here. That's why it's just it's just me and Misty at the moment in the caravan. All right, um, next she's time, got- Grace. Next time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but sorry, I put yeah, you getting off there. yeah, no, all good, all good, all good. Um, so yeah, like my challenge was getting back into the masculine. Um, and like, you know, it was I just left out of I'd left some things out of my day that should have been there to help me step into my masculine, like doing push-ups, literally <laughs> stuff as simple as doing push-ups, like, um, and like. You know, I don't know if my mum's still watching this, but I don't really care. I'm going to say this anyway. Um, <laughs> it's like there was there no, honestly, like there was times where I was in my feminine, and then like we would go to have sex, and it just wouldn't happen because like I was so far in my feminine that it just like nothing was happening, mm-hmm. right? And then like it was like cool. I needed to step more into my masculine because like you know. A man has sex with his wife, you know, not whatever else you can come up with. Like, it's a man and wife, right? So, like, I had to get into my masculine quick. Like, and it was like, I was doing, like, some, I was doing push-ups and I was doing, like, Wim Hof breathing. And I was like, you know, back when I had the gym, it was like, I would train flat out. Like I would train like an animal. Like you, you just go in and rip the barbell, right? That's when, that's when you can really get into your masculine. Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of that as well, it's super, super fucking important. Like I, I would love to know your thoughts on that sort of thing too. Absolutely. I've been there, man. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, as I said, I've been so deep into to feminine that I've, I've had those, those same sort of struggles. Um, still still do like it's something that i'm i'm overcoming and um mm. what was i going to say before yeah and I, I think that i've always kind of found myself in situations um in life where i was the nurturer so i i, I had to have that feminine energy um to mm. be there for the people that i've that i've i've had in my life um and i wouldn't change that but it has been something that's really gotten me into that really feminine sort of um yeah energy but um totally the whole like training and becoming like that animalistic sort of Mm. um yeah being having that animal approach to um to everything in life every now and then is so important i think um you know surround yourself um this is another thing surround yourself every now and then with what is the stereotype because it's a stereotype for a reason like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, it's not such a bad oh, absolutely. thing to be around, um, you know, the people who are going to pubs and stuff. Like, you you have to have that sort of um, a really nice balance in life. And I've, I've learned that in just, like, the last year. Um, mm. And so if someone, if a guy offers me to, to have a drink or, or, be, or be amongst these sort of events, then fuck yeah, i got to do it because... Yeah. It's important for me. It's important to be a good um partner to my to my um to my girlfriend and and have those um have those very special moments. Like it's we got to yeah. do it. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sacrifice like, ego and just yeah. become 
become yeah. that stereotypical sort of energy because sometimes you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a, uh, like, I think it's, and like, we'll, we'll wrap this one up. It's like, I think it's a really good way to measure your energy too. Like, look at the stereotype. Like you said, mm. like, look at the, 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 look at the stereotypical stereotype and then measure your energy that way. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. Love it. Mm, that's All awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, right. I got a Let's wicked one. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, go. Okay. Um, so David, David Dobson, he said, um, if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good one. It's hard. It's hard. Just one yeah, person. Wow. That, that is difficult because I find that it, it would change. The answer would change depending on where you yeah. are. I reckon too. Like, at, mm. or, okay, yeah, right now, just because the guy's like so like spaced out, Elon Musk. Like, <laughs> I reckon if even if I had like a 15-minute 15 convers- conversation with him, it would be like... I'd probably just sit there and drool because he would just like speak, and I, I don't even—I wouldn't even care if I didn't get a word in. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be rad just to just to see how he like ticks, because like yeah. you know it's fairly well known that the guy's an alien. Um, you know, he's definitely not from Earth. I—I I don't think so. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. it'd be—it'd be—it'd be pretty cool just to like find out a little bit more detail about him as like a person and see how he ticks. That'd be pretty cool. I feel like that's like, that's a dream. Like that would be you describing a dream. Like imagine that sitting at a table, eating some food with Elon Musk. That's something. Yeah. It'd be nuts. It'd be crazy. Mm. What about you? Hmm. I was thinking about this earlier. There's so many, but, um, Really loving Tim Ferriss at the moment because um, I have so much to learn from him. And not just him, nice. but he has those books like Tools of Titans that is mm. just everyone he's ever spoken to and their approaches to, to life and, and all aspects of life. So I reckon him. Yeah. See, yeah. That'd be pretty cool too. Yeah. He would yeah. be, he's like a encyclopedia of knowledge, that dude. Man, it's insane. Yeah. That that book, Tools of Titans, you've read it, haven't you? I've read um I've read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not Tools of Titans, yeah. What's what's the other one he has? The Tribe of Mentors as well. That's a sick one. Um Ooh. but they're both massive, like Bible size yeah, right. books. <laughs> um nice. and I see them as a Bible. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, what else do we have here on the, on the live? I've got a couple more. I got one from, oh, I hope I pronounce this right. Antoine Miguel. Ooh, he's a freaking legend, man. Yeah. All right. I'll read what it out. What does he I'll have to say? Uh, he says, what's the biggest thing you have realized about yourself during these times? And how do you feel you will show up differently uh, I can't read the rest, but I think it's differently because of it. Whew. So I can, I, I can read it again for you if you want. Yes, please do. So what's the biggest thing you have realized about yourself during these times and how do you feel you will show up differently because of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rach just said she's just started that book, Seven Habits. 
Oh, sick. I hope, awesome. I hope you enjoy it, Rach. <laughs> um, whew, that's an awesome, awesome Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. That is awesome. Thank you, man. That's really cool. Um, wow. Uh, it's been a very... I'm so stoked with the situation that we're in. It's been like a mm. huge lesson, a huge test. Um, mainly for me, it's becoming more mindful and taking advantage of um, of the spare time and making it a live mm. time instead of dead time. Um, yeah, I could definitely go real deep on a on a few reasons, but they would be the main yeah, ones. Right. Yeah, nailing yeah, a, a better sure. routine, um, one that is more effective. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. what would yours be? Or what? Yeah. It's um, it's it's challenging to pick one because we um, you know, I guess we're uh, we're in a spot where both of our businesses weren't you know, as affected as what others were, you know, Grace and I's businesses were both online and, um, you know, obviously we were traveling at the time. So we, we were still able to, we're still able to get outside every day and things like that. So, um, I guess this sort of time hasn't had a, as a big as effect on us as other people, but at the same time, it's, it's made me realize how important, like, you know, community and tribe is to be honest, like, um, you know, getting, getting yourself in, in contact with people that, you know, are, are like-minded and people that, that, you know, challenge you to grow and, and things like that. Like, yeah, it, it, it just so happened that I, um, I literally seen your post that was like, do you want me to do some live Q and A's and stuff like that? And I literally opened up Instagram was the first thing I seen and I sent it to you and I was just like, dude, let's do a live Q and A like that'd be rad. And like, this is a, this is a perfect example, right? Like it's surrounding yourself and, you know, it's keeping that connection with people who, you know, you love to be around who are like-minded and who like challenge you to grow and things like that. Like, um, you know, I don't know if many people know, but like Ollie and I had never met before, uh, Grace and I filmed the podcast with him. Never met in our lives, ever, ever. We just contact each other on social media. Uh, we had like a, a mutual friend in our coach, Tom, and then we'd obviously like connected that way. And then since then, it's like we've known each other for like years. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's so weird. Like it's like you're the brother that like I never had kind of thing, right? And, like, the one thing that I realized during these times, it's, like, you need to surround yourself with these people so much. Like, community and tribe have never been so important right now. And, like, yeah, this time has really made me realize that because I was, like, oh, yeah, community and tribe's important, haha. But now it's, like, oh, yeah, no, it's pretty fucking important. Like, <laughs> you, you, you don't want to be sitting in your house by yourself every single day. Like, you, it, you know, I know what it's like when you know you feel so alone and everything like that it's like get yourself surrounded by awesome people like reach out you know the, the social media is so fucking powerful during this time for a very good reason it's like it's it in terms of keeping us all connected it is doing a rad job so yeah Absolutely. i think that's definitely something i've learned through this time for sure yeah well said and likewise you're a brother to me yeah i'm, I'm so so happy that we 
that we connected and, and I just came over yeah. to Mafra. I don't even know where, where the heck is Mafra. Like, <laughs> me and Literally. Christian got our, got our shit together and made the trip and um, that was the, the best thing that I've, I've done this year. That was this year, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Strange. I'm not even sure. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And um, on that, uh, yeah, that, that whole trip, going back to that, was everything that I needed in my life at that point in time. Um, for so long, yeah. I've been saying, I want experience. I want experience. I want to, to explore things that I have not done. I want to go travel um, independently. Yeah. Um, which I had not done, and and yeah, it just ticked all the boxes. So that was probably the best thing that's happened to me all year. That was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm just gonna do a little scroll back up through the comments and see what yeah, we've got go here. Oh, Binger, Binger, if you're still watching, what the hell is going on, bro? Uh, okay, Josh said his name's All Day Aussie. Uh, what's the best bit of advice you can give to someone who has no direction or career aspirations? So what's the best bit of advice you can give to someone? Yeah. Who has no direction or career aspirations? Um, I would say everyone has interests. So delve into them and think of different ways that you could Mm. take them more seriously. I think like, and I don't know how, I mean, this guy's on a Instagram live. He can't be like, he's probably not in his sixties. So like what's stopping you from exploring that particular area that you, um, that you love to, to spend your time doing. And, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the best person to ask about that because I'm constantly learning and figuring out what it is I'm doing and where I'm going and, and all that. Um, so, but that's, that's all I would say. Cause that's what I had to do. I had to just like realize what makes me happiest in life. Um, exactly. And it turns out to be the, the, also the, the thing that makes me most, um, frightened. So remember that as well, you know, like it, it yeah. might not be the thing that makes you feel most comfortable. It, it may, may well be the, the biggest thing that you fear. So, um, yeah, I think, and if that is the case, um, just tell yourself in spite of fear, I will act. I think. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely. Yeah. What about sure. you? What, what's your advice? Like I, I 100% agree with you for sure. Like if you, if you're currently doing something and you don't like it, try something else. If you don't like that, try something else. If you don't like that, try something else. If you don't like that, try something else. Like that's just like, what's, what's stopping you from trying again? Like absolutely nothing, you know, where we're in a world right now where there is so much opportunity, like so much. It's incredible how much opportunity there is in the world today. Like just so people are very clear, it, there is there is so much that you can do with your life right now. If we look back 50 years ago or even, you know, 20 years ago, we were pretty limited with what you could do. You had to choose your career pretty early on. but now it's like you could hit you know if you you get a job when you're 18 and then you do it for like two years you don't like it you do something else and then you do that for five years and and you try something else and then you try something else you try something else you try something else you try something else and then you're 35 and you finally found something you love it's like 
fantastic, great, like mm-hmm. awesome. Like even if you even if you have to wait till you're fifty, like you, now you've tried all of these different things, and look at all the experience you have now through all of this, and now you're doing something that you are so passionate about and that you love. Like, uh, and you know, obviously money comes into it a lot, but. You, it's so easy to make money in this world as well. Like, let's make that clear too. Like, I sold a gym that was bringing me in, like, I'm not going to lie, it was bringing me in good money. Like, it was bringing me in great money. It was it was good. It was great. And I thought it was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And then when I realized that it wasn't what I wanted to do, it was a very easy decision for me to give all that that up to chase something that I love. Like, my my income was cut like more than half. Like it was, it was like, I, and like Grace will know this because there was a period of time where I was like not in a great headspace after I sold the gym. Cause I was like, well, is this the right decision? And I had no client. I had zero income coming in like $0. Right. Yeah. I just sold the gym, but I had zero income. And it was like a bit of a freak out for me. It was like, well, is this really what I want to do? And like, I was like, you know, trying to get everything off the ground with like the the coaching business and stuff like that. And then it was just like, no, this is exactly what I want to do. Like, this is 100% exactly what I love doing. And then as soon as I like put my head down and like done the work, it was like, it flourished. So like, do not be afraid to give up what you have right now to chase what you really want to do, mm. for sure. Yeah, that's that's huge. That's really good. Well said. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm also in a. I've I've lost my job as well during this time. Like, it's a. Um, I understand it's a. It's scary as heck. Like, mm. uh, not having any form of income for a, for a bit of time is it's a scary thing. Um, but it's also, as I said, I'll say it again, like a a blessing in disguise. Like it's, it's important to have these times when we have to reassess and, and realign ourselves with, um, yeah, it's just kind of like a, I I see this whole thing as like breathing space. Like, oh Mm. man, I'm breathing more mindfully and like, more than ever yeah you know what i mean absolutely. you know those times in life where you feel like you you haven't breathed in like in like days yeah. like it so that that's that's a huge thing um yeah for sure absolutely um delve, I delve into little, what's making you happy yeah yeah i have a little timer up at the top of my screen that says 33 seconds remaining um so you must only be able to do an insta live for like an hour um do oh, you have wow. more questions because um, we can always we just like seconds. jump off. Well, we can always jump oh, off and go again, or we can just wrap up here. Um, do you have any more questions? Um, not, not that I received, um, uh, like personally in the DMs. But if if we have any more here that we can, is there yeah, about to? I've got two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to regather um, the light and get it going again. Um, just waiting for Jacob to.
come on board. Thank you so much to everyone who's who's joined in so far. Um, really, really stoked. Very exciting. There you are. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that that was a thing, but. Nah. Oh, well. <laughs> nah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you did a live for like over an hour? True. True. Um, how long has um, it been, by the way? Uh, it was an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I've just realized like, now oh. where switched. Places. Yeah, that's all we good. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering, is it possible to flip it around? Nope. <laughs> more, was, more comedy gold. My, yeah, that's this is my yeah. little studio. So, <laughs> nice, so the sound nice. doesn't bounce around. Um, it's okay. Yeah, we only cool. had a few few viewers at that time. Yeah, um, don't ever know. I did. I did have one more question. Um, it was in the DM from a guy called Andrew Taylor. Um, he said, "What's one thing you want to learn currently?" That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, what Brad said, "Can't flip it because you're the host, Tolly." Oh, <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, that's all right. We'll figure it out. Um. One thing that we want to learn or that we are learning right now? Um, let's go with like want to learn. Yeah, let's go with like want to learn. So not something we're currently learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to delve into um, like stoic philosophy a lot more. Um, Ooh, nice. I'm really, really excited to get, get amongst that. Um, a few really cool books that are on their way, uh, like Meditations by Marcus Aurelius um, and The Daily Stoic uh, by um, by Ryan Holiday. So that, that'd be awesome. Um, nice. Also really keen to learn about, um, get my head around like uh, NLP, um, so neuro-linguistic programming Ooh, and, yeah. and really understand it a little bit more. So. They're they're the things that I'm yeah cool. I'm pumped about right now. What about you? Nice, that'd be rad. Um, wow, I want to learn uh, how to play guitar. Like that's just one mm. thing that I've been like. So I've been thinking about it so much, and like I've I've already found a guitar. It's just a matter of like getting it to me now. That's the challenge. So uh, I'm definitely keen to to learn how to play guitar i think it'll be a very um it'll be a very humbling experience i mm. think because it'll be like it'll be a lot of like bounding like <laughs> kind of stuff so guitar is difficult yeah, man i think yeah. it'll be yeah it'll be it'll be cool i've never um well the last time i learned how to play an instrument was when i um you know everyone learns how to play the recorder in school so <laughs> um that was that was i'm pretty sure that's the last instrument i learned how to play so yeah um yeah i'm, I'm definitely keen for guitar mm. for sure awesome uh, i can't wait <laughs> cool man i'm excited yeah, to see cool. your your progress with all that that'll be heaps cool um yeah I've, yeah man, i'm keen. props to anyone who shreds on the guitar like it's i admire them a lot i've always played piano I've, yeah I was, I was brought up playing piano but guitars are just nice something else they are very strange to get your head around <laughs> yeah right yeah 
Oh, Rach says, Jake, you could use mine. Well, Rachel, feel free to uh, post your guitar to me so I can actually start playing. <laughs> we can jam together. Yeah, we can. It'll be rad. Sweet. Um, Go live. Okay, I have a... Yeah, we could literally do like a, um, a live concert together. Hey. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had an extra question that I wrote down that I wanted to, um, that I wanted to ask you. And it's, mm-hmm. what's something most people may not know about you? So, what's something most people may not know about you? That's cool, man. I like it. You're keeping me on my mm. toes. You're asking me questions that I'm the one. <laughs> meant to, I'm, I'm meant to be asking people. Yeah, literally. Um, uh, I learned from the best. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it seems to be surprising when I mention anything to do with being uh, very nervous or um, anxious approaching things like this. People always seem to be surprised and be like, what? No way. But, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so open about it. Like I've, I've dealt with like anxiety forever. And this is the scariest thing I could possibly, um, be doing. Um, but that seems to be surprising to yeah, people, nice. but I think that's usually the case. Cause obviously that's, that's within, like, it's not, you don't see that. I, I, you don't see that in me. I get oh, exactly. that and I understand that, but um, absolutely, man. Like, it's a, this is the most frightening thing I could possibly do, but that's why I do it. Nice. Love it. Love it. Um, what about you? Ben, who is one of my guys in the, uh, oh, just Sorry. quickly, Ben, um, Unleashing ADHD, he says he can relate to that hardcore. Um, oh, wicked. And yeah, it's, I love that he's like watching this. It's so good. Um, is this one because of your? Um, I think it'd be. Is this one of your? Yeah, this is one of my guys. Yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and a lot of I'm sure you wouldn't mind me sharing. Like a lot of the work we've been doing together is like getting him uncomfortable. So, and some of the stuff is like getting him in front of the camera. So I think this is really cool that you said that. I think it's really cool. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um. What yeah, else? Something most people won't know about me. Yeah. Um, Ahmed. Oh, it's good to see you, man. Thank you. Sorry, that was just a comment there. That's <laughs> wicked. Yeah, all good. Um, actually, I think it surprises people when I mention to them that I'm plant-based. Like, uh, I think a lot of mm. people don't know that I'm plant-based. So, like, and it's, again, it's, it's quite hard to pick in people i think too like um you know i'm not uh i'm not a preachy vegan (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i don't like um you know i don't go stand in the middle of the street in melbourne and stop traffic and stuff like that so um but yeah i'm plant-based well Mm -hmm. 80 percent of the time i'm plant-based so yeah um it's yeah most people probably don't know that so yeah i love that that. i'm yeah, yeah, I'm all about it being like a mystery and just because obviously I'm the same. Um, yeah, but yeah, people yeah. pull me up all the time when they hear something. Um, and yeah, they're like, "Wait, you don't eat meat? Like you're 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 vegan?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, it's, yeah, I've been for so long." But yeah, I'm all about that. There's no need to no need to tell the yeah. world. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um. I have another question too. Yes. Do you have any special, do you have any special talents? 
Uh, well, playing piano, that's something else that no one really knows that I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Uh, sure. Um, I can do a backflip. <laughs> what? I don't know. Can that, you? That, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've just, I've always been able to do that, that sort That's of rad. stuff. Like, um, when we were younger, me and a, me and a group of friends would always like sneak into the, um, the caravan park, uh, like bouncing pillow, <laughs> um, and just, just do flips and stuff until we got, got kicked out. It was awesome. That is so rad. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? Oh. God, this is yeah. Lucky I see you, man. He was actually a part of it. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, special talent. Um, oh, I can do the splits. What? Yeah, I can do the splits. Well, uh, I'm impressed. I mean, I haven't haven't tried to for a long time, but yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I can do the splits. When you're in touch with your feminine energy, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. I've got to see that sometime. Yeah, for sure. Next time. Next. Well, when we're in Adelaide, I'll show you. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, what are your plans, man? I want to see you. Yeah, well, the plan now is, um, you know, we have to kind of hold tight until this... Uh, this uh, whole thing blows over. Ben, Pixar, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I've, thrown my, I've, I've thrown myself in the deep end here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the plans now is obviously hold tight until this whole thing sort of uh, blows over. Um, and then we will be heading up the East Coast. So heading north as quickly as possible to some warmer weather. So mm-hmm. um yeah queensland will be will be on the cards next and then yeah like i'm i'm sorry to tell you bro but like we're going to be going queensland darwin like northern territory and then all the way around western australia and yeah adelaide will be adelaide will might be a long time away um all right but it'll be so good once we do get there yeah it'll be it'll be rad yes it's gonna be the best man we'll have to do something cool yeah definitely for sure that'll be sick yeah that'll be awesome um did you have any other questions um, I feel like, so that first one we got about the morning routines, we kind of, we didn't really, cause that's a popular mm. one. I think people would love to hear what exactly we go about doing from the, from the moment we wake up. So did you want to go first, man? And just like, oh, if you, I'm, I'm happy to, if yeah. you want, but, um, I guess, yeah. What you do up until midday okay, or whatever. Cool. Um, so it's like alarm goes off at anytime between 6 and 6.30, depending on the day. And then it's get up and take the dogs for a walk. Um, is it take the dog for a walk or go for a bike ride? Um, usually that'll last for around 40 to 45 minutes. And then I will come back and then it's um, meditate and journal. So meditation will go anywhere between 15 to 20, sometimes even half an hour. And then I'll allow myself, Dill, awesome to have you on, Dylan. Um, how are you, bro? Let us know. Um, and then after the meditation and, yeah, meditation and journal, I'll, like, allow, you know, like a good 45 minutes for both. 
and then it'll be coffee, definitely coffee straight away. Um, and then after that is when I will go into creating content. So from the meditation and journaling, depends on what coming comes up in the journal. Usually it's always um, something rad and then I'll go into creating content. Um, and then also depending on the day, like, um, you know, some days I'll have breakfast before I create and then other days, you know, I won't eat a meal until, you know, lunchtime sort of thing. So like, it'll be like a fasting, I'll fast until, yeah, 12 o'clock or 1230 or something. So that's generally the, the structure of the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. How about you? That's awesome. Very similar actually. Um, like, um, so yeah, I wake up, uh, it's recently like since going into, you know, not, not having work and stuff and being just kind of at home. Um, the wake up time has been different because obviously training at home, um, I can't, don't want to make too much noise. Um, when I would usually have trained, uh, very early in the morning, like, like being at the gym by like five thirty or so, so trained real early. And obviously I can't yeah. do that with other people in the house. Um, so I, I, I get up at around, yeah, somewhere between six and seven. Um, and then instead of training first thing, um, I'll either, yeah, so I'll either read or like first thing, or if, if I'm not feeling so sort of fresh or awake, I'll have a, my cold shower first. Um, but otherwise I'll do one and then the other. Um, nice. and then it will be some form of either movement or, or breath work, just like a light sort of, um, movement or breath work sort of thing. It, it might even be stretching. Um, and then I'll have either a like black coffee, um, water or like a tea, like a green tea, and then go for a walk. Um, cause we've got such a beautiful sort of area around here. So, um, definitely go for like a morning walk. Um, and then get back, uh, journal. So that that's like gratitude journal, sort of, I guess any, any sort of daily, anything that kind of comes to mind, but also just like kind of putting all my thoughts out there onto a page. Um, especially before I go into any sort of meditation, I find that getting stuff out there, um, helps, helps to have a really good sort of um, meditation. Um, yeah, cool. That's, that's I about ask, it. And then I'll have, your... Yeah, sorry, I butted in hard. Now you're good. Um, I want to ask, like, because I know a couple of questions were, um, you know, around journaling. So it'd be cool to know what your what's your process on journaling. So you said mm-hmm. gratitude journal. Yeah. So what's your like process that you use for yeah, that? Yeah, I like to keep it real simple. Um, so I'll do like, um, uh, I'll have like a dot points for, um, so morning and then three dot points, uh, afternoon, three dot points, and then evening, three dot points. So three things for, for each sort of yeah time of the day. Um, yeah, that, that's just the way I do it. I love doing it. It's fun. Like, yeah, especially the, um, yeah, the evening ones kind of doing a bit of a daily recap. Um, I've learned is so important and it's just like a, it's kind of like watching how how professional like um, sports and stuff. They always like watch over their tapes. Like I find that doing a gratitude yeah. sort of recap at the, recap at the end of the day f- 
forces you to look over your day and and yeah see where you could have improved or where you absolutely nailed it um yeah what what's your process yeah nice i love that uh my process has changed a little bit recently so um i used to do the same thing and then i moved into just like mind dumping stuff like whatever was you know whatever was on my mind like it was just like get it on the page straight away um and now it's more like i will um i'm having like a conversation with myself on the page so um you know i'll be i'll meditate and then straight afterwards i'll like straight into my journal and i'll literally ask myself like how are you going and like i'll ask questions that like i want answered and stuff like that and you know when i first started i was just like when i first got introduced to it um by tom tom recommended he, like i tried out and he's just like you know give it a crack see what you think see how you go and whatever and i was like yeah and I'm like that's a bit like woo woo <laughs> but i was like eh, like it's challenging like cool uh i don't want to do it so i probably should do it and then like i started doing it and like it, it, it was incredible how fluently i wrote when i was asking questions and how like easily the answers came and it was just like there was no like every time when i journal now it's like more majority of the time it's like i'll start and the pen doesn't mm -hmm. stop until like i've finished and all the questions are answered like it, it's it's crazy and it, it's nuts how connected to my higher self a higher power that i get during mm -hmm. that process you know whether you you know, whether you believe in God or whether you believe there's a higher power, whether you believe there's a higher version of yourself or whatever, I think that this process is, like, so powerful in, like, connecting you to that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, in terms of the process I'm doing now, that's that's sort of where I'm at. So, it's it, it's mm. fucking crazy, to be honest. It, it's yeah, so cool. that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's really cool. How crazy is it how when you start, like, writing, as you said, it'll just flow. Like, there's no thought um yeah it's it just comes yeah out. it's just a very natural thing and having a conversation with yourself sometimes even literally asking yourself questions like in writing form um yeah that that's really cool yeah um i do a bit of that as well after the yeah after the rad. gratitude sort of stuff um and then um and then yeah i'll write out my training session for the day as well so in advance i'll i'll, I'll write out what i'm doing for the day um and uh and then around 12 like around noon is when i'll have my first sort of light meal which is usually just like a like real light like a, a fruit smoothie or something so um because i i do that sort of daily fasting until 12 um nice yeah, yeah cool so that's what yeah. i do at the moment yeah nice hmm. so we've got a question from ben he says do you do all three gratitudes at the same time or throughout the day oh yeah yeah wicked good question um yeah so i'll do them uh, throughout the day so um sometimes if i've forgotten or been preoccupied uh and haven't done the morning and afternoon then yeah at the end of the day i'll do um i'll do kind of the whole thing which is cool sometimes because it, it really forces you to dig into the day um otherwise yeah i'll do it as i go so first thing in the morning i'll do like the the morning um around my first meal of the day at 12 i'll do like the um the afternoon and then yeah at night do the evening one that's a good question though yeah cool mm. nice love it uh brad says why daily fasting mm, good question this could be a big one yeah it could be 
Um, but to be honest, I just feel- why, why do you, Yeah, why do you do it? I just feel good. Like, I find it is just so easy. Um, you, mm. can gonna, you can get the really important- I actually find that getting the important stuff done, as in like the, the mindfulness sort of stuff, um, before your first meal, I actually find that my, my head is a lot clearer. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just find it's it's a really sort of effective way to start the day. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, you can go into in depth with all those sort of, I guess, the, the research backing it. Um, and that stuff's really cool as well. But to be completely honest, I just feel good. Yeah. Nice. Love it. I'm very yeah. similar in the sense that I will... I will meditate and journal before I eat as well. Like, and mm. same thing, like you said, like, yeah, I feel like your mind is so much clearer. Hey, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. We got some really good questions now. Yeah, Ooh. this was cool. Yeah, Christelle, myself and hubby are new to intermittent fasting. Feels good. Yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait to let me know how it goes. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, I, if you have any sort of, questions about it I'm, I'm more than happy to help out there as much as i can it's a really cool thing i actually did um like uh i think it was like a couple of weeks ago i did my first i did a 42 hour fast um wow and nice. that was that was a challenge yeah yeah big yeah, challenge rad. um but it is so cool you feel so clean so light um and more than anything when you come to that first meal afterwards you are just like mindful eating like crazy. Like you are so grateful yeah, for the nice. meal on the table and um and it forces you to you kind of crave the really good food as well. That's what I've found. Like you won't mm. you won't crave the shit. Like after a fast like that, um, I feel like it's just natural instincts. Your body wants wants something organic, something really pure. Um Yeah. And I think it's also good for anyone who is doing it. Um, this was a tip from Corey Boutwell, actually, who I did the last podcast with. Um, he said, uh, make sure you don't ego bomb it. And that first meal, you just go overboard. It's good to start light, have a break and then go back to something else. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Love it. Love it. And very good. That other question, do you drink any teas or completely nothing? Um, I, so I will have black coffee. Um, one or maybe two, if I can get it in early enough in the day, um, and green tea, I find is wicked as well. Cool. Rad. Um, did you have any other questions? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think there was any Mm. others through here. Let's have a quick scroll back through. My brother is saying, take the hat off. Why do you want the hat off? You don't want to see what's (laughs) Is there um is there is any ha- is there Joel. hair under there or is there no hair? <laughs> yeah, there's hair, but I don't know what's going on at the moment. Every day is a new hairstyle. <laughs> That's all good. Oh, Brad says um Brad says when's the next raw podcast? Um that's well yeah, that's an awesome question. Um to be honest, I'm I'm really interested in um delving into what we're doing right now and eventually kind of making podcasts out of these. So um, I'll do the best I can to to create something out of this. Um, but yeah, I'll, yep. I'll keep keep um, keep him in the loop because I'm still figuring that out as well. I don't have my head wrapped around it, um, everything. I'm not going to lie, but um, yeah, yeah, just taking it a day at a time. And I'm also using this spare time to 
um, learn more about the process, um, both on the technical side and um, the just the the production and the the way that the the podcast flows. So I'm constantly learning cool. about how to better myself when the time does come. Yeah, rad, nice. Yeah, Ben, do you know where my missing quilt block is? <laughs> No, I don't think I do. <laughs> I don't know what kind of question that is. What? <laughs> um, but if, but if, um, oh, Ben, Ben's an avid quilter. He's actually very good at it too. Um, what? But if anyone else has any other, he's a quilter. He makes quilts. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't do it for a job. But he, he's. It's like a hobby, I suppose. He's very good at it. Oh, very good. sick. Yeah, right. Um, but if anyone else has any other questions, feel free to uh, let us know. I'm sure we're happy to we're happy to stick around for another five or ten minutes. I'm sure. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Um, ooh, I mean, Misty's Joel. um, Misty's pretty out of it. Oh, <laughs> far out. She is adorable. Yeah, can't wait to see her again. Um, who is your biggest influence? That one, my my brother just asked. Ah, uh, that's a good question. Ooh. I have many, many who influence me. Yeah. Um, I know the yeah. answer. I know the answer that he wants. Um, and to be honest with you, it's completely true. He's been a huge influence on me. Um, so yeah, nice. love you, bro. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's what cool. about you? Um, oh yeah, this is a tough one. Um, like. Tom has definitely been a massive influence on me. Um, you know, I've worked with him for, oh, it, wow, it'd probably be like nearly five years. Like, it would be at least four years, so. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's been a massive, massive influence. Um, yeah, that's so challenging because at, at different periods of my life, I've had different influences, I guess. Um Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, um, you know, it wasn't until recently that I realized how much of an influence, um, you know, my mum and dad had on me, you know, as much as like most people are like, oh, my my parents are so restrictive and this about my dad and this about my mum. It's like, I look back now and I'm like, yeah, wow. They, they, they taught me a lot of lessons. Like they were completely unconscious to me at the time, but they taught me a lot about life and I was just like so blasé to it. So. Um, I think early on they were a huge influence and then, yeah, Tom has been a, um, has been a massive influence too. Mm, That's awesome. That's so true. Like you kind of, I don't know, I don't know if it's everyone, but I feel like you kind of, you get to a point inevitably when you realize, um, how important that, yeah, your parents are to you and, um, yeah. yeah, And everything that they've done for us and yeah, a hundred percent. Like I, um, I've always really, really looked up to, um, the men in my life as, uh, I feel like I've had so many father figures, um, growing up mm. from like the second part of childhood without a dad, like it, I've, I've com- consistently met the most incredible men, um, who have guided me and helped build me up to be the man I am. So I'm, yeah, I'm so stoked to, to, yeah, have them. And also my mom, like, oh man, so much appreciation, so yeah. much. Nice, love it, mm. love it. God, we're we're out of questions. What are we gonna do? I love chatting with you we so are. much. I don't want to jump off. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what if else anyone has anything to... else, feel free to shoot it through. For sure, yeah. We um we can't see when anyone's typing a comment, so um if you're typing, <laughs> send 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 like a little emoji through or something. <laughs> Dill. Dill says, "What's both of your greatest ambitions in life?" That's a great question. Yeah, that's a big question. Greatest ambition in life. Give us a sec. Yeah, let me um let me sit on that for a second. Like for me, um as as cliche as it sounds, it's like I want to break that stigma around men's mental health. Like there is there is so much like around men's mental health that's like it's it's a bad thing and like if if a man's talking about mental health then you know he he it's got to be bad and like there must have been some bad shit go on but like it's you know there's there's so much good stuff around like mental health there's so much good stuff around mental health and like it's not focused on enough and like yeah i mean my greatest ambition in life is honestly to like make men strong again like mm. yeah like not just like you know get them in the gym and getting them to lift weights like whatever like that's that's easy it's like the mental side of things and the spiritual side of things and the emotional side of things like there's a lot of men out there who ain't strong there's a lot of weak men out there so like mm-hmm. fuck it'd be fuck it'd be cool to even have like 25 percent of the world have like 25% of the men in the world be strong. Like that would be huge, like massive. So yeah. That's awesome. And you're doing such a good job of doing that, man. Like it's everything that you emit is, is about that. So you're absolutely um, putting that out there. So yeah. And thank you for that. You're doing such a good thing, man. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate Um, it. Of course, of course. Um, Dylan's pretty happy with that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come on, guys. Couldn't give you an easy one. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll do my best to answer that. And it kind of um, brings me back. I feel so bad, but my beautiful girlfriend also left a question for us. Um, and it's kind of rolls around the same thing. Um, she asked, what made you want to start your own podcast? Um, and that certainly ties in, certainly ties in with my ambition in life and my greatest ambition. Um, it's a, it's a deep one. It's so, yeah, if, if I'm going to approach it with that question, um, my answer would be, I want more than anything to get to a point where I'm, I'm reaching I'm reaching not only the people who um, have gone through the sort of anxiety and, and, and growing up feeling so sort of on their own and quiet and without a voice and stuff, but I, I also want to bring, under the, bring into the spotlight um, the incredible stories that people do have to tell um, because ne- most of the time those are the people who are the quiet ones. Um, and I've seen that and noticed that in my life. Um, as I said, all the men that I've looked up, looked up to females as well, obviously, but, um, they have incredible stories to tell and they're not necessarily shouting it out and making an Instagram 
post about it every single day because they're not the people who have shit to say. Um, yeah. So, so what I, what I strive for and my biggest ambition is to, to make those who feel quiet and feel like they don't have a voice, um, have that time to feel heard and, and like everything in that moment is theirs. Um, that's why you'll, you'll notice in the podcast, like people have been asking like why we want to hear more about you. And that's awesome. Like I'm so, that's, that's so cool to hear. Um, and I'm, I'm completely open to that, but also that's their time. So like that when I have someone on the, on the podcast or something like this, um, it's not about me. Um, and I find so much joy in, and fulfillment in having that person have their time and moment to, to have a voice because for so long I felt like I, I, I wasn't able to speak. So yeah, that's my ambition. Wow. Beautiful. I love it. So beautiful. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, awesome, man. man. Did, did think, you hear that, Dylan? Is he still people, here? I, I hope so. That was, that was good. I think a lot of people appreciated Thanks, that. Man. Thank you so much for being so open about that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. What else we got? Well, should we, should we think about wrapping it up? Or Yeah, I think we might wrap it up. Hey, um, this has been... Yeah, this has been so good. I hope everyone enjoyed this too, by the way. I hope everyone got something out of it. I mean, this has been this has been great. It's been really great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nick, that's such a good point. Love that both your ambitions are so selfless. That is spot on because everything that you yeah. do, Jacob, is to to make other to bring other people up. And that that makes you feel better than anything that you could possibly do like to yourself. Like yeah you get a kick out of, out of bringing other people up. And that's, that's yeah, incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're getting a lot of love here. Yeah. Harley, love what you both are doing. Keep it up, lads. Thank, Thank you, Harley, man. so much, brother. Hope you're well. Brad, thanks for tonight, awesome. guys. It's been amazing. Yeah. Ah, oh, thank you everyone for tuning in. Mm. This has been great. Mm-hmm. Now we know that um, you know if this happens next time, we've got an hour. So yes. we can, we can plan around that. <laughs> Yes, yes. No, I think it worked out fine. We'll figure it out. But, I mean, more than anything, yeah. the people who are here right now, like, thank you so much for being here right now. Obviously, anyone who watches it in the future, yeah. but that is awesome. Yeah, this has been rad. Mm-hmm. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you so much, bro. This has been good. Thank you. It was your idea, man, and I'm so stoked because <laughs> a lot of time in life, like, I, I don't know if I could have been the one to send that message. So, thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, I'm gonna um probably gonna jump in and give Misty some uh some uh totally and totally pass, understandable, so. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we will stay in touch. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, you know, I'm sure this won't be the last time you'll uh you'll see our faces live on here. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. I'll talk to you. Yeah, cheers, man. Good night. All right, see you man. See you, everyone. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this live Q&A podcast. If you did, I would be so thrilled if you gave it a like, gave it a share or subscribe so you know as soon as new episodes are up. Those little things like leaving a rating or a quick review really do go a long way. And I appreciate every one of them. So thank you so much if you do take the time to do so. And if you're after more content, head to my Instagram page and check out the link in my bio. Once again, thank you so much. 
and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Raw with Ollie McNichol. <laughs>